going to be learning the third Sicha for Parshas told us this is a beautiful Rashi Sicha. So Rashi is is, a, is in Perich of Zayn Pasuk Aleph, and it's it's right before Yitzchak gives the brachas when it's giving the introduction of Yitzchak calling Aces over to give the brachas, and it says that that when Yitzchak had become old and his eyes dimmed from seeing, then he calls Esav and the whole story with the brachas occur. So the question is, what exactly caused Yitzchak's eyes to be dim? So the Rashban answers very simply, just read the Pasuk. The Pasuk says clearly, it says when Yitzchak was old and his eyes became dim from seeing. So clearly Yitzchak was old. So when he, once he became old, and this is something that you see Bamuchish, as you get older, your faculties don't work as well. When we look in Rashi, Rashi actually gives us three reasons why his eyes were dimmed. One, what the first reason he gives, he says it was because of the smoke of the wives of Asaph. As Rashi already mentioned earlier, that the wives of Asaph did by desire, and from the smoke of the by and the incense that they were burning, that caused Yitzchok's eyes to become dim. And the Pashas, there are different ways of understanding what Rashi means that the smoke caused Yitzchok's eyes to become dim. The Pashtun means physically, that literally the smoke hurt his eyes, and therefore uh, he, 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 his eyes were, uh, he became blind, he became, his eyes became dim. Um, there are others that want to explain that it was more of a spiritual type of, uh, of event that happened. The Re'em wants to say it was because of the Tsar. It was since the smoke was being used for by the Zara, Therefore, the, the pain of that, this was a it was he was a Kaddish, he was Kulei Kedusha, and then he had this tumor which was coming to his eyes, that caused him to be blind. Uh, the Tanchuma uh, brings that, um, I think there's two different Gersois, even the Tanchuma, one of them says it was causing him so much pain that Hashem caused his eyesight to be removed. Others say it was because the anger that he felt of the Vedazar, that caused his eyesight to be removed. But those are more midrashic interpretations. The simple interpretation, just from reading Rashi, you know, Pshutesh Mikro, he says it's just because of the smoke. So it seems like the smoke itself causes eyes to become dim. The second interpretation Rashi gives is that when he was bound up on the Mizbeach by the Kedis Yitzchak, and his father wanted to shak them, at that time the heavens opened up, and he saw the Melach Esharis, and they were crying, and their tears descended and fell into his eyes. Uh, this is why his eyes dimmed. And so it was, again, another spiritual type of idea. The, the tears of the Malachim came into his eyes, and that causes his eyes to become dim. But the third, the third interpretation he gives is, it was Kadesh Yikol Yaakov is a brachus. It's in order for Yaakov to be able to take the brachus. So in order for this whole story to happen, Yitzchak needed to be blind, and that's how Yaakov was able to take the place of Esav without Yitzchak uh, realizing. So when we read this Rashi, the first question, of course, is, What's bothering Rashi? The Rashban's Pirish of the Pasuk is Shutesh Mikrat seems very clear in the Pasuk that he became old and that's why his eyes were dim. What's bothering Rashi that he feels that he has to give these other interpretations of what causes his eyes to become dim? Uh, and then the second question would be is why does he need three Purushim? And the third question is whenever you have three Purushim, that means that even each, each two Purushim together still have a particular issue that you need a third shot to answer. Meaning is that even after you have question one, let's say you give one answer, and answer number one has a particular issue, some type of, doesn't fit so well in the Pasuk. 
But question, but answer number two fits better. If it takes care of that particular issue that had a problem with number one, but it has its own issue. And that issue that question, answer number two had, answer number one could fix. So then you don't really need to bring a third answer. Elamai, there must be another issue which is both in answer number two. And it was also, and number, answer number one doesn't either answer that particular issue. That's why you need to bring a third answer. And same thing, you know, with answer two and answer number three. That if answer two and answer number three answers all the different issues, then you wouldn't have to have brought answer number one. Elamai, even after answer two and answer three, there still remains a common issue in both of those answers that only answer number one would uh, would answer. And same thing, if you had only brought answer number one and answer number two, there would still be some type of issue that only answer number two would be brought. Therefore, you need to bring all of them. But what would be the problem in these questions? So that's really the, the, the idea of the Sikha. Really, question number one is, what's bothering Rashi? Why doesn't he just learn the Pasuk Pshutai? And question two is, why does he need three answers? So if you look at the Mephoshe Rashi, uh, they give different interpretations. Uh, the, the Rebbe does not, uh, does not focus in this Sikha that much on the Mephoshe Rashi. Um, but this is supposed to be an insure, so we're going to look at the Mephoshe Rashi and, and, and try to understand why, the Pash, why maybe the Rebbe was not satisfied with their interpretations. But it'll definitely give us a broader understanding of what Rashi's doing, and therefore we could be able to appreciate the answer of the Rebbe. So the first answer that uh, I'll bring is from the Sifse Chachamim. Sifse Chachamim gives a very nice Pshan on Rashi, um, but I think it'll be very clear why the Rebbe would not be satisfied with that answer. So the way how the Sifse Chachamim is learning Rashi is he's saying what was, what was bothering Rashi, he doesn't say it clearly, but it seems like what was bothering Rashi is why is this idea of Yitzchak becoming old and, and his eyes becoming dim and then giving the brachas put right, ne- put right next to the previous Pasuk which was talking about the wise of Esav and how they caused Meir Surach and how they were doing the Vajazara and they caused pain to, 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 to Yitzchak and Rivka. Why is that put right next to this idea that Yitzchak's eyes became dim? So that to answer that, that's what Rashi, bothering is Rashi. What's the reason why these two ideas, these two parshas are put next to each other? So to answer that, Rashi tells us it's because that they're next to each other, it's telling us why his eyes became dim. His eyes became dim because of the smoke of the Vaidazar that these women were doing. The problem with that shot is, is why would Hashem allow a Takala to happen to Yitzhak? If they were doing something wrong, why would Hashem allow, why, why would that why would Hashem allow that to cause sar and suffering to Yitzchak? Like it should have been, Hashem should have protected Yitzchak that he wouldn't have had to have any type of damage from this smoke. So therefore, Rashi brings this third answer, was the reason why Hashem allowed this to call it to happen to Yitzchak, that there would be smoke and the smoke would be able to damage him, is because he wanted Yitzchak to become blind in order for Yaakov to be able to get the brachas. But then the question is, if Hashem allowed this, this to call it to happen, that there would be smoke in the house of Yitzchak from these wives of Esav, then why wasn't Rivka damaged? Why did it only cause suffering to Yitzchak? And even if you're going to say it's because only Yitzchak was the one giving the brachas, therefore he had to become blind. But Papayal, there was smoke there, so if it's causing blindness to Yitzchak, it should have also caused Rivka to become blind. So therefore Rashi brings the, the second answer, that it was Dafka Yitzchak became wise because his eyes were more sensitive because it... He already had the tears of the malachim that came into his eyes. Those tears did not cause him to become blind, but it did somewhat weaken his eyes. And therefore, uh, because of the weakness of his eyes, the smoke plus the tears, both of those things together caused him to not be able to see. Uh, there's different ways of even learning that. What was the issue with the tears? It could be that 
you know, the tears physically caused his eyes to have issues. And that's why the issues with the eyes because of the tears plus the smoke caused the, uh, the, the blindness. Or it could be that his eyes became much more sensitive to spirituality. Therefore, a smoke of a Vaidazar could have caused some type of damage to him, but not to Rifka. So that's how the, the, the Sifsei Chachamim is learning why Rashi brings three. So it seems like the Sifsei Chachamim, and, and maybe this is one of the issues, is that according to him, it's actually not three answers. It's really one answer with three different details to it. That point one, it was the smoke that caused the damage. Why was the dafka to Yitzchak and not to Rivka? It's because Yitzchak's eyes were more sensitive because of the Akedah. And why would such a thing happen to Yitzchak? Why would Hashem allow such a thing to happen to him? Yitzchak is a tzaddik. Why would he allow tsar and pain to happen? He is not deserving of any punishment, God forbid. So why would that happen? It's in order to take the, give the brachas to Yaakov. So the issue of the is, A, it's one answer. From Rashi, it seems like there's three different answers. He says, Dabar Acher. Dabar Acher is always an implication of another answer, not a continuation. And second of all, is his etzem problem. What's, just because they're next to each other, why is that a question? I mean, as the Rebbe actually will bring this point later in the Sikha, when two events are next to each other, that necessarily means that there's a connection. One caused the other. It's very possible because that was just the order of events. Esav got married. We know Esav was 40 years old. The Pasuk says when he got married. Yitzchak had Esav when he was 60. So he was 100 years, Yitzchak was 100 years old when Esav got married. This story happened when Yitzchak was 123 years old. So it's very possible that this was literally the next story that happened. That story happened when he was 100. This story happens 123. We know the Yaakov runs, uh, goes to Haran after this, etc., etc. So it's very possible that this was the order of events that occurred. So what would be the issue that there was uh, any type of smichus? Okay, so that's the 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 Sifsechachan's explanation. But again, it's it's hard to understand definitely what his issue was. What was the issue of Rashi that he needed to give another shot? Uh, another interpretation we have is from the Gur Aryeh. Uh, the Gur Aryeh, it seems like actually had a different gear than Rashi because he only brings, it seems like he only had two. He had the first shot that was because of the smoke of the Vaynazar. He does not have the shot of the Akeda, but he does have the shot of in order for Yaakov to take the brachas. And I saw that there are certain gear that don't have that second shot in there. So already that's you know, maybe one of the Rebbe doesn't discuss the Gurari, that could be one of the reasons is because it's not actually the gears that we have in front of us. But either way, he says that the problem in the Pasuk is, why does it say in Pasuk, you know, Perkab Zayin, Pasuk Aleph, but Yitzchuk came old and his eyes became dimmed from seeing right here. L'chaira, it should have just said it later on, meaning is over here it should have said that Yitzchak became old. Since he became old, he wanted to bless Esav. And uh, as the story continues that Rivka comes to Yaakov and tells Yaakov that he has to get the brachas. And when Yaakov becomes afraid that maybe my father will touch me, the Pasuk at that point should explain why is Yaakov saying maybe he'll touch me. He should have said maybe he'll see me. So he could have told us at that point it's because, uh, Yitz, it's because Yitzchak was blind. And therefore, what, the question is why is it telling us in Pasuk Aleph it should have told us later on when it was actually relevant. And so therefore, Rashi gives two explanations. One explanation is because he wants it to be right next to the idea of the Avay Bazar that the Neshei Esav were doing, in order to say that it was because the Shonim Shal Elu is the smoke of these individuals that caused that blindness. So Enochinami could have been brought later, but it's being brought now to make a juxtaposition between these two ideas. Or the second shot he gives is, is in order for Yaakov to take the brachas, that he wants to say, this is the, why did Yaakov become blind? He became old. 
and he wants to give a bracha. But in order for the bracha to go to the right person, he has to have his eyes dimmed in order that Yaakov should take the brachas. So it's telling you the reasoning why he became blind is because he wanted to give the brachas to the wrong person, basically. And he wanted the brachas to go to Yaakov. So those are the, so Rashi is giving two answers. So Guru Arya does not explain why Rashi needs two answers. Um, but he tells us at least what the issue is, and then how Rashi gives us two answers for that particular issue. Again, why the Rebbe was not satisfied, the Rebbe doesn't say. But again, the Pashtas, it seems al-Pipshutishamikra, I don't know how much of, if that would be considered a strong question. Because al-Pipshutishamikra, it does make sense that right at the beginning of the story, it will tell us that he became old, and then his eyes became dim, meaning his, if you're learning a computer, his eyes became dimmed because he was old. So it fits why I would say it right at the beginning. It's telling us he became old, and therefore his eyes became dim. So, and, and the reasoning why it's telling us he's become old is to tell us why he's giving the bracha. And once it tells us he's become old, as it, the reasoning for him becoming old would have been because uh, the, the reason he becoming blind was because he became old. So it seems like it would fit very well. And especially later on when it does talk about the whole story, there's no narration in the middle of the story. The story is going with Rivka and Yitzchak and Esau. They're all talking to each other. It might be a little bit funny that in the middle of the story, when they're talking to each other, it kind of sticks in there. Oh, why did Yaakov say that maybe my father will touch me is because Yitzchak was blind. They're having conversations with each other. So it's not like Yaakov didn't mention, oh, my father is blind, therefore maybe Asaph will touch me, because Yaakov knew he's blind, Rivka knew he's blind, so there's no reason, that's not actually what happened. Rivka and Yaakov were not discussing that their father, that Yitzchak was, was blind. They knew that already. So it's telling us the story itself as the story is occurring. So therefore, the relevant information that we need to know, which won't, it needs to be brought at the beginning of the story, that Yitzchak was old and his eyes were dim. And then the actual story would happen. It wouldn't, make, it wouldn't fit according to the style of the story that in the middle of the story will give you another piece of narration that, you know, that, that tell you, oh, by the way, the reason why this happened is because Yitzchak was blind. Because the, because the whole story, is, if you read through it, is all discussions that are happening. There's no narration in the middle adding certain points to give us context. So again, it, it doesn't seem that there would be an issue why it would say it at this point. Therefore, it could be that that's why the Rebbe doesn't bring the, the Pshat of the Gurari. Uh, the third interpretation that we see is the Maskal David, which the Rebbe does bring him in one of the Rs, but really for a different reason. But let's look at the Maskal David. So the Maskal David does not explain what the problem of Rashi is, but he does discuss the second question that we have, why does Rashi bring multiple answers? He only brings two answers of Rashi, so it seems like he had the same years of the Gurariya, only the first answer and the third. And he says, why does Rashi not satisfied with answer one? And he needs answer number two. And again, why does he need two and not satisfied with answer number one? So he tells us that the problem with number one is, is that if it's because of smichos, then why does it say first, it should have cut out the words v'hiki, zaki, yitzchak. It should have just said that that the, the wives of Esav were hamra, suach, to yitzchak and Mecca, and just continue with that and say, v'techena enov mirois or in a Yitzchak Mirais, and Yitzchak's eyes became dimmed. That would show much better the continuation. But instead, there's a hefzik. tells us, and then it says, So if it's trying to tell us the reason why his eyes became dim, it would have made sense to put those words right next to, not have the words, in between. 
And maybe just to add some explanation is, as we've been saying the whole time, on the contrary, by putting those words in between, it's actually mashed with that the Tehana is not because of what happened earlier, but rather it's because of Kizok and Yitzchak. So that's the problem that um, the, the first Pshad has, that if it was Smichus, it should have been right next to it. And But, of course, the answer of the order would make sense, that Yitzchak became old, he wanted to bless his kids, and therefore, uh, and therefore, oh, the, and, 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 and therefore, um, his eyes became dim in order for Yaakov to take the brachas. But there is a problem with this other pshat. There's also, before we get to the second pshat, there's also a second issue with uh, pshat number one of Rashi. The other issue is, is that what, why Bechalal does it say the words Vehiki Zaki Mitzvah? It seems redundant, it seems extra. Doesn't seem like it's needed. Uh, the Master of David brings that idea. Why, why is Kizak and Yitzchak even needed? Just bring the idea of Tehana in of Meir eyes. I actually said his question a little bit wrong. I said it should have said it first. But he actually brings it as why does it say Bachal? Just bring up the idea of Tehana in of Meir eyes if that was the reason why he became dint. And therefore he needs to have the second answer. And the second answer would be in order for Yaakov to take the Brachas. But the problem with the second answer is that in order to take the uh, Yaakov the Brachas, why does it say the words, the Tichana Enov Mir Ois, that his eyes became dim from seeing? From seeing, what does that mean? His eyes became dim from the ability to see. But obviously, that's what it means. When eyes become dimmed, obviously it means from the ability to see. So Mir Ois doesn't really add anything. Elamai, what would it mean? Mir Ois can mean from, that could also be a reason, Mir Ois from seeing, not that his eyes lost the ability from seeing, but rather his eyes became dimmed from what he saw, meaning from what that he saw, the smoke of Asa. So Oibazoi, according to the second shot, there's an issue of the word mir ois. It doesn't seem to be adding anything, but according to answer number one, which is because of the smoke of Asa's wives, then the word mir ois makes sense. It's giving you the reason of what happened. So answer number one, basically, it has a mylof, uh, would be because it's semichos, plus it has the word merois. But the problem is with answer number one, why do we have the words vihikizak and yitzchak in, in the passage? According to answer number two, uh, the word merois doesn't fit so well. Um, but again, the Rebbe, the Pasha doesn't like the, this particular answers for his question number two. Uh, regarding the first point of the the Maskele David, which is why do we have the words Kizak and Yitzchak? We've been saying the whole time why those words would have been said. Even the Kizak and Yitzchak is the reasoning why Yitzchak wanted to give the brachas. So the reason why it's being said that Kizak and Yitzchak needs to have the pasuk needs to say those words in order for uh, to let us know why he's giving the brachas. So therefore, it doesn't seem like that would be an issue. So it has to have those. Uh, words. Maybe the only issue you can explain according to the Masala of it is, but he doesn't say this. He says, you don't need a Pachal, but maybe you could, you know, tweak his words to say that it should have said the Chayin of your eyes first, and then only afterwards that Yitzchak's eyes, uh, that Yitzchak became older. So that could maybe be a possible solution for him. Uh, regarding the idea of Mir Ois, of the problem with Chitesha Yitzchak, Yaakov, Sabrachos, why to say the idea of Mir Ois, uh, Rashi doesn't, uh, the Rebbe doesn't actually address that at all. But again, maybe that's because maybe that's not really a question of what the t- translation of these words mean. You read it, it means his eyes became dipped from seeing. There's no question in those words. That, the reason of this is extra, you could have figured that on yourself, maybe, 
But Apipshut Shemikra, if you only ask the question of if the word's you know contradictory or the word's completely redundant, doesn't seem to be adding anything. But over here, the word is adding something. It's adding clarity that his eyes came dim from the ability to see. So it could be that's why the Rebbe doesn't even mention this idea. Okay, but either way, what we're seeing over here is the questions. Just to recap of what we've been saying. Our first question is, what was bothering Rashi? It seems from the Pasuk itself very clearly the reason why Yitzhak wasn't able to see was because he was old. Why does he have to give additional answers? The answer that the Tzitzit Chachamim gave, that it's because of, because it's, it's smichus, it's right next to the idea of, of Nishay Esau. Again, that doesn't seem to, uh, that, 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 Gafka, that would be a proper reason to say that, there, that it's because of Nishay Esau. It could have just been that's the order of events. Especially as we just said, it's actually not even so smichus. You have the words ki yitzah before the words techene ein of mirais. The answer that the Gerarya wanted to say is that techene ein of mirais should have been said later on labdafka because if you hold that he kizaki yitzah is the reason from seeing, therefore that's been put at that point to tell you the actual reason. And then we had some interpretations of of what the of why Rashi need to give multiple reasons, and uh, we explained why the Rebbe would have not been satisfied with those reasons, as we said earlier. So what is, the, what is bothering Rashi? So the Rebbe gives a beautiful explanation. He says, it says in last week's Harsha that after Avram passed away, that Hashem blessed Yitzchak. And he says one of the interpretations that he blessed him is because Avram didn't want to bless Yitzchak because he said, because he knew Esav would come from him. So he says, Yahweh Bala Brachis, the master of the Brachis will come, and he should bless, who, bless him if he wants to. And that's what happens. Shem comes and blesses Yitzchak. So the Rebbe learns that the Vadai, and this is the Lashon he uses actually in the fourth Sicha, which will also be, be based at, a lot of, upon this point. He says, if the Bala Brachis himself is giving the Bracha, then the Vadai, that Bracha would have included also health, L'chaira. If Hashem is giving a bracha, it doesn't say specifically what the bracha was for. So Hashem is giving him a general bracha that he, uh, after his father passed away. So if Hashem is giving a, a general bracha, that would include all things, because it's the Baal bracha. So Hashem is infinite. So Hashem is giving a bracha, so and he doesn't say what it is. That means it's a general bracha that includes all blessings that there are. So for sure, it would include also the idea of health. So Ibezai, why was Yitzchak blind? Why was there this enough? His eyes were dimmed. We don't find anybody until this point in the Torah that they had problems with sight. Uh, even Lamech, uh, who was the great, 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 great grandchild of Cain, that we know eventually killed Cain, we know from Rashi that he tells us that Lamech was blind, that, that, that's, but that's not in the Pasuk itself that he was blind. That's from a Tanchuma, I, um, some type of, I don't know if it was a Tanchuma, but it was a Medrashic Pshat, Rashi gives other Pshatim, of what happened over there. So th- this is the first time, which is Mefurish in the Torah itself, that Yitzchak was blind. So A, Hashem gave him a bracha, so he should have been completely healthy. And B, why is Yitzchak, Efrat Yitzchak, that he was the one that got the bracha? He's the first one in the Torah that we find that he actually would be blind. Why? We don't find blindness in the Torah of so why would it have occurred uh, to Yitzchak? So therefore Rashi needs to tell us, you're right, he shouldn't have been blind because he had this bracha, but there were Zaytika reasons what caused him to become blind. So, and Rashi gives three explanations. We'll get to that just in one moment. But the Rebbe doesn't mention in Ha'ara an interesting idea. He tells you that he shows you the Gödel Hadiyuk in the, the, uh, Rashi. Uh, because it's, there's a Rashi uh, later on. Rashi tells us that someone who's Kiyu enough, somebody that had his eyes are dimmed, are considered as, as if they're dead. 
So we learn from there this atsuma, atsuma, someone who's blind, is considered like a mess. So someone who's blind is considered like someone who's mess. But Rashi's Lashin is not a summa harihu kamas, like the Medrash, but rather it's someone who has kiu enough, someone whose eyes are dim are considered like a mess. So why does Rashi not use the same Lashin as the Medrash, which is L'chaira his source? So the Pashtas, one answer, of course, is because he's using the Lashin of the Pasik, which makes sense. But there's also a second reason, is because Rashi has told us repeatedly that Yitzchak was a carbon oila. He was a oila tbima lahashem. When Yitzchak was put on, on the keda, he became carbon oila. That's why he wasn't allowed to be buried to Sral. Uh, therefore, one of the halachas of an oila is that it's not allowed to have a mum, a blemish. Being blind is considered a blemish. So therefore, Yitzchak couldn't have been blind. What he had to have had, had he had to have dimmed eyes. So he, there was some capability of seeing. And I guess according to Rashi, uh, at least, uh, again, uh, having a dimming of eyes would not be in the halachic category of someone who would be considered blind. Halachically, that, according to the Ramana, that might be different. Saying, according to Rashi, Kiyu'enav would not be, be considered a summa. It's a different category. And only a summa is considered a mamash. Enkein Yitzhak was just Kiyu'enav. He was still a korban He was still a oila uh, And there is a, the, in Shmuel, it tells us about the Davra Melech when they went to attack Yerushalayim and the Yuvusi were living in Yerushalayim. tells us that they took out these two statues. One of them was of a blind person. The other one was a, a someone who was uh, limping, the blind one was Yitzchak, and the one who was limping was supposed to show on Yaakov, and in their mouths was the oath that Avraham made with Abimelech that he's the, the descendants won't attack each other. So, um, and then David says, whoever goes to get those statues, um, you know, they'll be rewarded, etc., etc., and they get rid of the statues. We're not going to discuss the whole story of why the Shvua of Abimelech was in spot at that point of time, but the point is, Yitzchak was called someone who's blind, Tzumah, but why was it called a tsuma? We just said his only his eyes were dimmed. So one answer is the Pashtas is who says the Yavusi knew exactly what the story was. They could have known, generally speaking, that oh his eyes were dimmed, his eyes were blind. Like they, they, you can't bring a proof from what the Yavusi statues were. Especially since we know that Yaakov, who was limp because of his fight with the Malach, was healed by the next morning. So again, so that's not a proof either way what they did. But even more more Pashtas service says is is because how are you supposed to make a, a statue of someone whose eyes are dimmed? It's not Shaykh. So Elamai, they must have made the statue in a way that his eyes were chavesa. I don't know, they didn't have eyes or his eyes were clearly blinded. But to show that it was just dimming, dimming of the eyes, it doesn't seem like that would be something that would be Shaykh. Therefore, it was a, a statue of someone who was blind. But either way, the point is Yitzhak himself was not completely blind according to Rashi. He was just had the dimming. He wasn't able to see well, therefore wouldn't have been considered a moment. But now to, to jump back into the uh, main part of the Sicha, which is, why does Rashi need three pshatim? L'chaira one, one pshat would have been enough. So, and what, what are the milas and chasrenis of each one? So the first answer that Rashi gave is, it's because of the smoke of the wise of Asa that were bali avedizar. That's the first answer, therefore it's the best answer. The reason why this is the best is because this is the answer which is implied within the psukim itself. Similar to what the Sifsechachamim says, because of the idea of smichus, since we just finished off with the Neshei Esav, and then it talks about the Techana Enav, and the question is, how could Yitzchak have become, how, why would his eyes have dim when he got, when he was old, if he got the bracha from the Shem? So we look at what the Psukim were talking about right before, it tells us about all the smoke and all the bizarre that they did, so that could be the reason why his eyes became dim. So this is the best shot, because it's Marumas in the Psukim itself. And the Maila, just to maybe even clarify, why the Maila of the Rebbe Shadow of the, the Sifsech Chachamim is the Sifsech Chachamim, 
is just telling us this idea of smichus. But he doesn't say, it sounds like he's saying the smichus itself was the reason why Rashi needed to give the pshat. He's, no. The re, the, what was bothering Rashi is how could Yitzhak have become blind if he had a Shem's bracha? Once you have this issue, then you can look at the psuk and say, oh, the, the, the smichus of the psuk is giving the answer. So it's not just these two events next to each other must be coming to tell us that this is the reason why he became blind. No, it's because there is an issue. How could Yitzchak be blind when he had Hashem's bracha? Therefore, we can look at the psukim and say, ah, there's a smichus. The smichus is coming to teach us why was it that Yitzchak became blind, and that had to do with the smoke of the wives of Asaph. That's the first answer, and that's the best one. But what's the problem with this answer? The problem with this answer is, A, the wives of Asaph weren't actually living in Yitzchak's tent. They had their own tent. So why would the smoke of what they were doing in their home have affected Yitzchak? They weren't that close. Yitzchak wasn't hanging out at their house having the smoke. Smoke only travels so far, and it gets weaker and weaker. So he wasn't right next to them when the smoke was because He wasn't in the same home or where they were doing it. So therefore, why would it have affected him? And as we know, um, just to give a few proofs for this, that they were not living in the same home, is because, first of all, we know that Esav hid his clothes, gave his, the, the big day Chomudah, it says he gave it to Rivka because he didn't trust his wives. So that means that they, obviously Yitzchak and Rivka were living in a different tent, weren't living with the wives. So he took it out of his own home with his wives and gave it to, to, to Rivka to hold. So clearly there was two different tents. And, and second of all, the, um, the Torah Aruch tells us that the reason why the Pasuk, right before, Pasuk uh, Perkhav, hey, Chavot Perkhav, uh, Vav, Pasuk Lama, hey, tells us, that the wise were a Maurice Ruach, it's, it's ta- trying to tell us that since they were a Maurice Ruach, therefore they weren't hanging out by Yitzchak and Rivka. Therefore, when Yitz- Rivka came and did this whole trick with Yaakov in order for Yaakov to get the brachas, if the wise of Esav were living in their home, they would have been, hey, Esav uh, or Yitzchak, you know, they're trying to trick you. You know, don't be fooled. Elamai, he says the reason that the Pasuk tells us that was Amari Yisruach was telling us that they weren't so welcome in their homes, so they weren't hanging out with them. Therefore, they weren't there to see what was going on. And that's how the whole story was able to happen. So therefore, he says the Amari Yisruach was actually introductory. So again, the point of all this is, is that the Pashtas, they were not in the same tent. Therefore, they would have been doing it somewhere else. If they were doing it somewhere else, then why, why would it have affected Yitzchak uh, to such a degree that he would become, his eyes would have become dimmed. He got a special bracha from Hashem. So that means he had very strong eyesight. And because of the smoke of the tent next door, therefore, or who knows how far they were, would have affected him. That's hard to say. Um, the Rebbe does discuss in Ha'ara then why was it that other people didn't? Oh, and the second question is, if there was time, if this smoke was so powerful and so strong that it would have affected Yitzchak, why didn't it also affect Rivka? That, that seems very hard to understand. If there was smoke there and it affected Yitzchak, even though he had a bracha, then for sure it should have been able to affect Rivka. Um, the Mephorshim, Rashi, as we mentioned already, like especially the Sitzha Chacham already, had a discussion why it didn't affect Rivka. But the, the answer that they usually give is, is, be, is because Yitzchak, they said, was a Tzadik ben Tzadik, and I think the Gerar even adds that he was like an Oyla Tmima, he was the Korban, therefore he had a much higher level of spirituality, therefore the smoke of the Vodazar affected him. Mashiach and Rivka, who was brought up in that type of environment with Lavan, she was more accustomed to it, she didn't have that type of same spiritual sensitivity, therefore she, her eyes didn't become dim. It didn't damage her as much. But the problem with that shot is that we already explained that according to Rashi, he doesn't mention anything that it was 
that it was because it was Ashton of Abed Nazar, all he said is it was with the smoke itself. So it doesn't seem like it had to do with the spirituality of the smoke, according to Rashi, it had to do with the actual smoke. So I desire we wouldn't have made a difference if it was Yitzchak or Rivka, so why wouldn't she have become also uh, blind? But he but we did mention, the Rebbe does mention, and one of the R's said it is possible some, to give you an answer, that Rivka was brought up in the house of love, and therefore she knew how to be careful, you know, to make sure that the smoke wouldn't have hurt her eyes, Mashenk and Yitzchak didn't know how to be careful with the, uh, with the smoke, and I'm not exactly sure what that means, but uh, like how, like what exactly do you need to do? What would she have known that he didn't to be able to protect your eyes from the physical smoke? Whatever it is, it seems like she might have had some better techniques. She was able to protect herself. Masha Enke and Yitzchak wasn't able to protect himself. This would maybe also explain what, what about the Nisha'esav? Were they blind? So A, maybe they were. It doesn't seem the Pasuk what happened to them. But B, even if they weren't blind, it could be because they knew how to be careful with the smoke. They protected their eyes. They knew what to do. And regarding Esav, uh, Esav probably either knew how to protect his eyes or he was an Ishsadah. He wasn't really hanging out in the house that much. So again, his eyes wouldn't have become uh, blinded from the smoke. He was not there that often. Okay, either way, the questions on this particular shot is that if it's because of the smoke, the Chayur, they weren't really living there. And B, why only Yitzchak and not Rivka? The Rebbe actually even gives a third issue with this pshat in R19, is, is that if it was because of the smoke of these women, then the Tehana Ein of Mir Ois should have been said before Vihiki Yizaki Yitzchak, for two reasons. A, because if it's because it's Smichos, it should have been put right next to each other, kind of how we discussed earlier by the Maskele David, that it should have said to show the connection in a much stronger way. And also, B, that would have actually have occurred first, because the Hiki Zak and Yitzhak would have been known he was 123 years old. The Tehana Ein of Mir Ice would have happened after sometime between 100 to 123 years old, because it was the smoke that was causing the arm, so it would have happened at some point earlier. So it should have said that his eyes became dimmed, and then he came old and wanted to bless them. But the way how it's written, it's mashba that he became old and therefore his eyes became dim. It should have actually been written the other way, right, way around, that his eyes were already dim. And when he got old, he wanted to give the brachas. Okay, but that's the problem. Those issues we'll see is even really, that last issue in R19 is an issue that will, is an issue also that's with question, answer number two. So really answer number one and answer number two will have that particular issue as we're going to see. But answer number three wouldn't have that issue. But let's let's continue on. So those are the three main issues with answer number one. Answer number two that we give is that it was because of the tears of the malachim that caused them to become blind. So, so that has the mila. We understand why it was Dr. him that became blind, and no one else around them became blind. It came into his eyes. Uh, the problem with that shot is that it's not. It's a drasha. It's it's not shut Where's the source in the pasuk? We don't find anywhere in the Pesukim that it tells us about Malachim crying and the, the tears going into the eyes of Yitzchak. So that's completely based on a Medrash that we're saying is that when the Akeda happened, this a, a particular event occurred and that caused him to go blind. But it's not within the Pesukim uh, itself. There's no source for that. You need a Medrash to be able to tell us that such an event occurred and that's why he became blind. Uh, the third shot is that he became blind in order that, he sh- that Yaakov should be able to take the brachas. So the so the so the, the mile of that one, of course, is that at least that's marumas in the pasuk itself. There's a source for it in the pasuk. It's, I shouldn't say it's marumas, but there's there's a logical source within the pasuk itself because we're seeing, you know, from what occurred, that it was because that Yitzchak was blind. This whole story happened. 
So we can see from the Pesukim that this makes sense. We know that Yitzchak was blind. We know that Yaakov got the Brachas because Yitzchak was blind. So there's a certain type of logical analysis that we can see, okay, these, these things make sense. And maybe he became blind in order for Yaakov to take the Brachas. So at least there is a source for it uh, in, in the Pasuk itself. It's not a remez, like a smichos. A smichos is one of the ways we darshan Pesukim that they're next to each other to teach you something. Here it doesn't tell us any of this, but you know, from a logical analysis, we're able to figure out maybe maybe this is why A occurred is because of B, right? Uh, but the problem with this shot is is that it's it, it's the etzim shot the Rebbe says is problematic. Why would it be that Hashem would cause suffering to Yitzchak for in, uh, in order for Yaakov to get the brachos? Hashem is going to cause suffering to one individual in order for someone else to get something good. He says that's the hepach of Yoshev. That Yitzchak didn't deserve to become blind, but we made him blind in order for Yaakov to take the brachas. What? Why? Why would Hashem just going to do something? Especially as we know that Hashem had so many ways for Yaakov to get the brachas. Why does Hashem have to do it in a way that Yitzchak would have to suffer? Uh, he was 123 and, two, and he passed away at 180. For 50, 57 years, he had to be blind in order for Yaakov to take the brachas. There could have been another way. And that's why this is the third shot. It's because this is the hardest one to understand. The reasoning is, is because the logic of it does is is as happeth from from what is what is Yoisha. So even though there could be a source within the Psukim for this Pshat, but still it's not as good as the second shot. The second shot's pro- only problem is it makes the Pshat itself makes sense. It just where's the source for this you know, if we knew such a story occurred, if the third tells us about the tears coming to the from the eyes of the Malachim, you wouldn't have known that would cause Yitzchak blindness, but when it tells us to become blind, you say, oh, maybe it was because of that. Like, because we don't know what other Jews of Malachim do. So it doesn't tell us anywhere. So there's no source in the Torah for that. But the Pshat itself, that the eyes could cause blindness, why not? But over here to say that Hashem would cause Yitzchak to become blind in order for Yaakov to take the brachas, that seems opposite of the logic of Yosher. It seems like the opposite of what logic would dictate for us, at least the logic of the Torah would dictate for us for something to occur. So therefore, in the Sigdun, the Rebbe says, one of the Aras, he says, in the Sigdun Ga'acher, he, he uses this expression. Um, he says, the question on, on the second shot is, just that they, there's no mocker in the source, but the Pasuk itself is, that the, the tears itself, that the tears in the Lachim cause blindness, that's Meskabal Oladas. But the question on the third shot, the Etzim Pirish, the reasoning why his eyes became dim, dim is not Meskabal Oladas. Okay. So that explains why he needs uh, the issues with each one. So the issues with the first one, we've mentioned the issues with the second one, there's no source. And the issue with the third one is it's not Mascabalodas. And that's where you also understand the order. But the question is, why do we need all three? Lachoyer, if we just would have had the issue with the first one is, you know, it's the idea of Rivka, uh, why is Rivka not becoming blind? They weren't living in the same home. We have the second answer, which is, oh, because it was the tears of the Malachim, so that takes care of those issues. The problem with the second answer is that there's no source in the Pasuk. Oh, but answer number one has a source in the Pasuk. So you really only need to bring these two answers. And you can, you know, play around with the other ones. You can figure out why you only need to bring two. Why did you have to bring all of them? Just bring, let's say, answer number one, number two, and each one kind of takes care of the issue of the other. So what we're going to see is that each of these two answers, each answer has a certain Mila that the other two don't have. And it's a type of mind that causes a, it's a chasarin that the other two don't have that particular 
uh, advantage or a, a logical explanation of the possible. So let's look at it. The mile of the first shot is, I think, very understandable because it's it's marumas of the pasuk itself. There's there's a smichus. It's clear in the pasuk that there's a connection since the, these two things are brought together. That smichus is one of the midrashim. So it's it's marumas in the pasuk itself that this is the reasoning why this occurred. Ashenkin the other two pshatim. There's no uh, there's no source. Uh, I shouldn't say source. There's no remez in the pasuk for those pshatim. So therefore, always the best way to, if we have a question is to look at the pshatim and see what's the pasuk telling us from the context. What's going on over here? Uh, the, the, only the first answer has that Masha Enkin, the other two. Myla of the second answer that the other two do not have is that the first and third answers are a gnus, is a chasarin for Yitzchak. Something which are, something bad which is happening to him or happening in his Siviva. The first one is his, da- his daughter-in-laws are doing a Vaidazar in his area and because of that he's being affected negatively. The third answer is that he wanted to give the brachas to the wrong person. He wanted to give it to Esau. And therefore, since he wanted to give it to Esau and not to Yaakov, therefore he has to lose his eyesight in order for Yaakov to be able to get the brachas. But, but according to the second answer, the reason why he lost his eyesight was because of his spirituality. That he, Because he was the one that was willing to do that Kedis Yitzchak, and the tears of the Malachim were so sad that he was going to be sacrificed come into his eyes, that's what caused the blindness. So according to that last shot, the second shot, it's because of the spiritual quality and greatness of Yitzchak, that's why he lost the eyesight. Masha'in came the other two, the reason why the bracha Hashem, that he, that, which included good health, did not apply to him, was because of negative things that occurred to him and, and, and therefore had bad effects. The third, uh, the quality, the best, the maila of the third answer, which the other two do not have, is that it fits the best within the Pasuk itself in the order of the Pasuk itself, I should say, not that it fits best in the order of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that when Yitzchak became old and his eyes became dim. So the implication of the Pasuk is that first he became old and then afterwards his eyes became dim, which fits according to the third shot is that he had good health and he had good eyesight until 123. But when he decided to bless Esav and not bless Yaakov, only at that point that his eyes became dim. So first he became old and wanted to bless the kids, but bless Esau, and then his eyes became dim. And the reason was, is order for Yaakov to be able to take the brachas. So that's 12 in the order of the Pasuk. But according to the other two Purushim, the order doesn't fit so well, especially as we're going to see according to the first shot. According to the first shot, his eyes would have become dimmed already starting from when he was 100 years old, because Esau got married when Yitzhak was 100 years old, and now he's 123. So really what would have happened is that the smoke would have caused him to come blind throughout those 23 years. And then when he became old at 123 and wanted to bless his Esau, he would already have would have already had dim eyes. So it should have said that his eyes were dimmed because of what happened. And that also is a mile, as we said, that it'll connect. Another thing is it fits better with the smichus because it would connect what was being said earlier. So that should have been mentioned first for those two reasons, really. A, because it happened first, and B, because then it connects directly with the Ashan. Then only afterwards that he, that he became old, and therefore he wanted to bless his sons, Asaph. And also, of course, according to the second chat, he was only 37 by the Kedis Yitzchak. So his eyes would have come dimmed when he at the age of 37. And then when he became old, he wanted to bless. The Rebbe does mention Na'ara that for the second shot, that it was because of the tears of the angels that caused him to become blind. Um, we are able to give an answer that it seems like the, according to many, that the tears was like a that the tears stayed of the angel stayed within his eyes 
And that caused him when he got older to become blind. That's actually, that says that clearly in the Pirkei of Eliezer, that because of the tears of the angels, he became blind in his old age. The Pirkei of Eliezer says that clearly, that because of the tears, he became blind in old age. So it could be that it's not necessarily that as soon as the tears came in, that caused his eyes to deteriorate on the spot. It could have been a, a process uh, that happened actually at a much later point in time that that caused a certain deterioration. Um, but the lesson, the lesson that I refer us is, the Rebbe focuses on the third shot, is that it seems like the third, the third shot is why, why did he, why did Yaakov have, why did Yitzhak have to become blind? It's an order for Yaakov to get the brachas. But why did Hashem need to do it in that way? As we said, Hashem has so many ways. Why did he have to make it that he became blind? He has a much simpler way. Hashem should have just told Yitzchak that Yitzchak is not, uh, that Esav is not deserving, but Yaakov is deserving. That would have solved all the issues and he wouldn't have become blind. So it's teaching us how careful you need to be with Lashon Hara. That even though that Yitzchak already had his suspicions, as we know that he knew that the daughters-in-laws were doing a Vaidizara, and we also know that Hashem didn't, uh, Avraham didn't want to give the blessings to Yitzchak directly, the blessings have to come through Hashem. Uh, so that would have been another suspicion. Uh, we also know that Yitzchak was suspicious that when Yaakov came in the clothing of Esav, he was suspicious that it wasn't really Esav because Yaakov kept mentioning Hashem's name and the name of Hashem wasn't accustomed in the mouth of Esav. So therefore, he knew something was wrong. So he already had a certain feeling that Esav wasn't exactly who he thought he was. And remember, he got married, we said, at the age of 40 to the two Khiti girls. The reason he got married at 40 was because Yitzchak married at 40. But Rashi tells us, he's like a chazer, he got married at 40, so he could show everybody that, or show his father that he's kosher, just like the chazer shows that he has split hooves. But he got married to the Chiti girls. So even then, Yitzchak saw that he knew that his father, Dafka, got girls from Mishpachni, Moladatai, have to go all the way to Naraim, Naraim, but he doesn't bother. So Yitzchak would have already had his suspicions. But nonetheless, since Yitzchak, did not know that Yaakov was, uh, that Esav was a Russia. Hashem didn't tell him because you can't say Lashon Hara. The idea is that, that Esav was after and therefore that's you need to be extremely careful with Lashon Hara. And of course, after Matantara for all Yidin, we always need to speak well and good of other Yidin and never fall into the hate uh, of Lashon Hara. Rather, always be felt positive and uh, happy with other individuals and praising. And everybody should have a fantastic Shabbos.